Welcome to Live at the Potosseum. I'm Lindsay Webb. Joining me, man at the bar, Dan Willis. And a live audience full of opinions. Think Q&A with a comedy twist where the audience are the panel of experts. Bang your hands together. Get a cheer and welcome back to the stage, Mr. Lindsay Webb. Ah, so nice to see you. Some of you look familiar. Uh, so... It's nice, it's nice to have a, a good cross-section of people. Oh, sorry, I was talking at the same time as you guys were just then. It's, it's my fault. It's my fault. My manners just fucked off there for a minute, didn't they? It's my fault. I'll take the blame. A little bit drunk, a little bit stoned. I'll take the blame. <laughs> Kidding, I'm not even drunk. Uh, it's all right. Were you talking about the topic that we're delving into? Because were you, were you hypothesising? It's a good word, isn't it? Hypothesising on the questions and, and trying to... It was about moving your car. What have you got, telekinesis? Were you, or do you mean you? <laughs> fucking, I'd, I'd like you to move a few things for me if you could. I, do you think, are you in a zone? Do you need to? No, don't, it's all right, we're here to help. Like we could all move your car. Like I think, what a great YouTube clip that would be. Like 30 people storm out of a venue. You'll follow us, Alex will follow us with a camera. This will be fantastic. <laughs> This is the first time we've shot where Alex has been outside of the room too. We're filming on remote so that you don't feel too intimidated by the cameras. Poor old Alex feels like he's been shut out of the conversation. We love you, Alex. We still love you. But he's out there like someone who's not involved, like he's in a trailer. Is your car going to be okay? Because we can, Don't apologise or we can get someone to move it. We've set it on fire. Are you insured? <laughs> you're, you're all right. You're, you probably prefer that. Right, well, just tell us the registration. We'll sort it out for you. So many things in our country, this fine country, and thank you for being my hive mind this evening. Uh, we've got a great, a great quandary to get through in this particular episode. This one's one that's kind of close to my heart, to be honest. This is about, this is about changing the names of sensitive items. And the reason that it's close to my heart is that I'm a, I'm a proud Indigenous Australian. I'm proud of my heritage. I didn't necessarily grow up in an Indigenous family, but my heritage is very much Indigenous. My great-grandfather was a full-blood Indigenous man. My grandfather raised me, very much so, and, and often you know, related to us that we were just supposed to not say that we're Indigenous because during the 60s and 70s, it was kind of a shameful thing. Families pretended. And when, you think, and when you think about that and go, oh, they did not pretend, they really did. My great-grandfather, when he was 20 years old, he took a horse and cart, wasn't worried about moving that during the break, <laughs> literally took a horse and cart from Sydney and moved his family to a brand-new place called Canberra. And he wanted a fresh start and he didn't want people to know that he was Indigenous, even though he had dark skin, he was just going to explain that. So he changed his surname from Leaf to Price. He changed it from Leaf because Leaf, it kind of stinks of being an Indigenous name and Price, he thought, will let him mingle in with the white people in this brand new place, Canberra. And so what we're talking about today is changing the names of iconic things. Many things, man at the bar, Dan Willis, thank you very much and welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank Many you. Many things have changed and I, and I thought about this one and should have researched it before the episode, but I think from my memory in Australia, one of the first things that they changed was the Nigger Brown Stadium. Is, is, is that, in your mind, is that the...? Well, I think I've only just... Dis- I knew of another use of the N-word. Yes. And, um, well, I yes, did, it is a derogatory term, but this was his nickname. Like, uh, I, 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 I chat to Lindsay all the time, and I know that he's a, a man of Indigenous, and I, uh, I, 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 I openly use the N-word all the time with him. <laughs> and, and, and now I'm, I'm being recorded, I feel like I should hold back at some point. It's not okay when we're out <laughs> I and about. Know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's all right when we're talking about yeah, it at home. It doesn't even but compare to the UK. I'll just take 30 yeah, seconds. Because you go. Have we got any British people in? We've, yeah. got, we've got one. I think you're younger than me. I'm, th- I'm 47. 
Yeah, yeah, she's looking the wrong way. I'm going to near you, old kid. What a clever <laughs> way to not ask a lady her name, Dan it's Willis. Well played. Oh, sorry. What, what's your name? Victoria. Victoria. Pleasure to have you here. There you go. There's very Spice Girls and Melbourne jokes to be had, but we're not doing that, all right? Oh, yeah. We're Have you had two weeks that. somewhere else before you came? I was, I was heartbroken. We were forced to change the names of things in the UK because they knew we'd just accept it. They'd just accept it. For instance, uh, the, the Snickers bar was never called the Snickers bar. It was invented in Britain. It was called the Marathon Bar. The Marathon Bar. And then they changed its name. Victoria's nodding. <laughs> I don't know who they blamed it on. Australians. Why? They had an Aussie bloke walk in the bar going, where's your Snickers, mate? Oh, no. Oh, we'll have to change it from Marathon to Snickers to keep... Uh, fuck the Aussies. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel as though none of those are very racist, so, though. So I know, I know. But so the names have changed. And, names and, have changed. And the acceptance of those names changing was no problem, right? But here in Australia, people were up in arms. They didn't want to change the Nigger Brown Stadium because, and fair in quandary, his, his nickname, the wonderful man, was Nigger. That was his nickname, right? And I can relate to that because my great-grandfather, his nickname was Darky. I know. An Indigenous man growing up, and don't look at me like, oh, my God, that's horrible. That was a nickname given to him by his friends, by his peers, people that he loved. They called him Darky. Why? Because he was a bit darker than the rest of them, and it was his fault because he was trying to pretend that he wasn't Indigenous, right? So he, he made this happen to himself. He used to drink at a pub called the Ainsley Rex in Canberra as a tiny little child. My, my mum was only 18 when I was born, so I knew my great-grandfather until I was 10 years old. Quite an amazing way to grow up, right? But he had his own place in the Ainsley Rex Hotel in Canberra, in the corner, had a plaque. It was called Darkie's Corner. And I can only imagine what other people thought when they came into that pub because that was my great-grandfather's. I'm like, oh, we got to sit in his stool sometimes when he wasn't there. It was exciting. But imagine being a young white couple, first time you go to Australia, just walk into that bar. Darkies Corner. Oh, my God, they make all the dark people stand in the corner. <laughs> it's a quandary, isn't it? Like, and my, my grandfather, a wonderful man, a truck driver for 62 years. Even before he had a licence, he was driving trucks. I know. <laughs> A really indigenous person. His nickname was Snowy, right? And he had a plaque as well. Snowy's Corner. And they were at opposite ends, I can only imagine. <laughs> Dark people there, white people there. So I can understand how the nicknames, they're not meant in harm, right? The Nigger Brown Stadium, that was named after a guy who, that was an endearing name for him. But fast forward to the future, when we know that the N-word, Dan, is not used in public by anybody... At all. At all. We know that it's not a good word and we want to eradicate it so they want to get rid of the stand. But that stand was named in his honour. Should they have changed the name? Should they? You're not sure? Well, this is the quandary, isn't it? No one's really sure. Who thinks definitely? Does anyone definitely think the name should have been changed? One guy. And thank you for being honest because... I'm like you. I'm not sure. Like, there's some other things that have changed that aren't name changes, but not climbing on Uluru anymore and changing that name from Ayers Rock to Uluru makes a lot of sense, right? It is, a, it is a cultural ground for people of the area. Let's not climb on it. Let's take a photo of it. Or if you've got tonnes of cash, Whitey, get a helicopter, right? Like, you, can, you can go above it. Pauline Hanson, though, that was my favourite. <laughs> Did you see Pauline Hanson when she was trying to get down off Uluru? Oh, my God, it's like the rock really does have a spirit and was trying to buck her <laughs> off. <laughs> she was frozen. Oh, I'm going to die! And everyone's going, oh, fucking please do. <laughs> Just would have been, and I don't mean harm on other humans, but wouldn't that have been a good time? <laughs> like just, oh, fuck, the rock got it, the rock! 
I mean, I've got children protecting them from the N-word. I've just had to explain to them, like Dan, and they're easier to teach than Dan, that it's, that, that it's not a word that you use outside, right? It's a word that you might use amongst your friends. And it's hard for my family because we are of Indigenous background. That we're the people that are talked about when that word is used, right? So to disarm and water that word down, Brown people, black people and cultural people took on that word and went, we're going to fucking own it, right? And the more they say it, the less it means when you say it harsh. Do you understand that? Do you under Like, that's where it's come from. Like, they wouldn't be using that word either if it was never used in spite of their race or their nationality or their belief. They are now taking ownership of it. It's kind of like the C word, Dan. Like, the C word, some people tell you, oh, I will never talk to a person in my life that uses the C word. But people are now using the C word, and you know why? Because some people are cunts. <laughs> do I, do I and you have to, to let them know. Coon, coon cheese. Right? Coon cheese. This is one of the ones that we need to talk yeah. about, Dan. They're changing coon cheese. But coon was a family name, by the way. It wasn't. So they're changing the name of. Uh, does anyone know what the name of coon cheese is being changed to? Does anyone. No one actually knows? No one knows? Has anyone got a great idea? Because I think that one did need to change, and much for the same reasons that the problem I had with the Nigger Brown Stadium was that that man was a cultural icon of his area and they wanted to honour him with a stand and that's what his name was. Uh, well, I think, uh, I think uh, just the Brown Stand probably doesn't sound right. They could call it the Edwin Brown Stand. Yes. See, Edwin Stanley Brown, I have Googled That's, that's that, his name, Edwin Stanley Brown. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's exactly right. That's what that should change to, and I'm not sure. Did they? I think that's what they are going to change. I have no doubt they are. I think that's what they're going to change. There it is to. also a, a, a hill in Queensland called Niggers Bounce Hill. Yes, there is. And, and they are changing its name. They have decided what it is, but they have taken its sign down. And I know that because I was going to go there for a photograph. <laughs> Do you know there's another one? Uh, and I know we're, diver we're diversifying here a little bit. There's another one uh, called Niggers Drop just north of uh, Townsville, in between Townsville and Cairns. And it's called Niggers Drop because, unfortunately, that's where Indigenous people were corralled by white people when they tried to get them out of the area and they found that they all went over a cliff. That one has been changed to the cultural meaning for the Creek area name. So some of these things, some of them are cultural, some of them are a bit sort of diverse and, and social, like Nigger Brown. Coon Cheese is just an unfortunate surname that people had before the derogatory term coon was used as an insult to people with dark skin, right? So is it cancel culture, Dan? Is this part of cancel culture? I think technically it is. Is it technical? Oh, like it feels like it's a bit of a cancel culture. Like It's been woke and cancelled. It's now, all part of the same here's, thing. Here's, the, here's my thoughts, right? And I know some of you have got thoughts and we'll find them in just a sec. My thoughts on the coon cheese is coon cheese wasn't going to be a thing forever, right? Brands don't just last for thousands of years, and especially not when there's so many other types of cheese. Like, does anyone even buy a brand cheese anymore? It's getting up towards 13 bucks a kilo. Like, yeah, if you go down to Coles, which is tasty, like it says, it's six or seven bucks. You're like, fuck, I can't tell the difference. Like, I don't, I don't know if Bigger are making it, but uh, does, it, does anyone... Who buys a brand of cheese? Give me a cheer. <laughs> One person! See, this is... Oh, maybe they should have changed their name to Black and Yellow. It's just... I tell you, do you know why that is? You, you've, asked, you've asked an Australian audience if they buy a brand of cheese. Now, Victoria, you're from the UK. Which part of the UK are you from? Grimsby. Jesus. It's not far from Cleethorpes, right? Your cheese is orange, though. Now, we have over 100 types of delicious cheeses. Over here, it's just really bigger, tasty and coon, we and that's it. <laughs> 
We just need cheese, mate. We don't need it to be fancy. Delicious. <laughs> Wensleydale, cheddar, double Gloucester. No, These you are lost Red me. Leicester. These are beautiful nah. flavours of cheese. Che- we don't need types. Get just cheese. Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it true? Like in Australia, what do you want? Cheese. What sort? Oh, fucking tasty. Make it tasty. So they want to change the name of Coon Cheese, and not only do they want to now, the company are like, oh, I think we should bring it into line with social standards and change the name. I don't know why they're not letting us know what they're going to change it to. I mean, the world's their oyster. They could have doubled down on the racism, the black and yellow, you know. They just fucking do get, get half Asian investors, just boom, that's who we are. Uh, here's the thing. So the Coon Cheese, Nick Brown's gone, Coon Cheese is changing. Now, the one that we've got this week is Alan's Lollies. I think of what they right? They are Alan's Lollies, aren't yeah. they? They're getting rid of the old things. And I, and I look around the room and I realise there's a number of people that are probably pretty close to my age and you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. But Redskins and Chico Babies are a thing of the past. Chico Babies are now called Cheekies. Called Cheekies. I mean, it still has a tiny little black baby on the front. So we're changing the name now of, of a stadium. We're changing the name of the cheese. We're changing the name of the lollies. And, and, I, and I feel like this... I feel like, look, any progress is good progress when it comes to getting rid of something that's maybe racially intolerant. And I think that's, you know, it's, it's more than gluten intolerant. Racially intolerant is where you disregard what other people might feel about those products being on the market, right? Now, whilst you and I in this room... And, I mean, none of it affects... Is there any, is there any Native Americans in? Like, is there... No, so it, it doesn't affect us, but, you know, to the people that care, that does affect them. So does it matter that they changed the name of the Redskin? I can't remember what they changed the name of the Redskin to. Red Rippers. Red Rippers. I feel like that wasn't a good meeting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> more, I mean, they might rip a tooth out. That could be accurate. A I feeling, mean, more like I feel like, did anyone have Red Rippers when they were young? Give me a, a hands up if you had Red Rippers when you were a kid. Uh, hands up if you've had one as an adult. Uh, after having them as a kid, yeah, yeah, they used to be chewy and gooey, right? If you got a bit of heat into them from the, hung, 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 you could get a real ball of asphalt going in the face. Now it's like, come on, oh, I'm halfway through. It, it's not the same, is it? Like they're they're nowhere near the same. So, do we need them? Like, do they need to change the name? Do we need to hang on to these things just because? Like, we don't want them anymore. They're not they're not nice. Like it's like so many things change. What's the point of actually changing the name? Like I'm saying is, like the Coon Cheese is not going to be a brand forever, people are going to stop buying Redskins. Like, I've got teenage children. There is no fucking way they're buying a Redskin or a Chico baby at the shops when there is, like, 4,000 sour lollies to choose from. That's all they want now. They're sweets. What sweets do you want? Oh, give me that sour lolly, the sour dipper, the sour chews, the sour... Why the fuck just get a lemon and suck on that? (laughs) I they love it. I'm like, why do you like it? Oh, it's sweet and then it's sour. I'm like, I can give you some sugar and then squirt lemon at you. <laughs> it's going to save me heaps. No, Dad, you got me right in the eye. Let's, um, let's get to the questions because I think you're going to have some good answers on this one. And I, and I think you're right, to be honest. I think you are right. And I think the right thing to do is just change the names, eradicate them so they don't become vernacular. But I also think that there comes a time when... It gets too hard. Like that word, you know, that word in particular. The other word, coon, I think I hear it bandied about. I heard, remember, Dan and I, we were in, I don't want to dip this town into it, so let's not mention the name of the town. We went to a New South Wales country town and we stayed in one of those hotels where there's, you know, ten, you park your car at the door. You know what I'm saying? One of those classy places. There was no spa bath and the mini bar was expensive is what I'm saying. Now, there was a bunch of dudes there and I think they might have had like a crane, you know, like a civil construction crane company. There's about maybe eight or nine of them. And one day I'm standing outside my room and there's like seven of them 
not speaking nicely about Indigenous Australians, right? And a whole part of me is like, oh, go and let them know. The other part of me is like, you'll get your face punched in. So I went inside and, and just dwelled on it until finally Dan came in and I unleashed on him like it was him that had been saying it the whole time. I but, shouldn't have been chatting to him. But what I shared with Dan is what I'll share with you now is that I don't think I would have made a difference if I went and spoke to them. Like, I don't think there's anything I could have said that would have made them not do it next time. So is there a point, right? Is there a... And I know it seems horrible. Like, it really made me feel bad, right? And Dan will attest to this. He came in, well, what's going on? Like, you fucking... But they, they weren't... They weren't being horrible, but they were using horrible words, right? And I don't think, I don't think we're ever going to get rid of that until generations down the track. Like, I think my children's children may not have to hear any of that stuff. And hopefully one day we'll all just be grey and you can just hate someone because they're a fuckhead. <laughs> Let's see what we've learnt, Dan. What have we got here? Question one. All right, thanks for filling out the questions. Let's see what you've got. Should Kun Chu's have to change their name? Warnable Gold. Oh, fucking hell. Well, straight off the bat, this is a good one, isn't it? That's where it's made, if you don't know, Warnable. It's where Dave Hughes is from. Shout out to Dave Hughes, because if we shout out to him, he'll probably share this online, so... How good's Dave Hughes, everyone? <laughs> good bloke. He's from Warnable. Warnable Gold. That's a great answer. Whoever's, give yourself a pat on the back. We should email that to them, see how we go. If we are in such a goody-goody society, change it to honky cheese to get back at the white people. Yeah. Like a smooth-ass honky. That's not a bad idea. Not bad, not bad. Just turn the tables. Should have, should have changed the name. Uh, it's a part of our culture. It was never taught Coon was a bad name for cheese. I was never taught Coon was a bad name for cheese. Oh, that's... Yeah, round of applause. That is a very good point. Coon is not a bad name for cheese. It's a derogatory name for someone with dark skin. I see the point you're trying to make there. Well done. Good slice. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's not what I'm here for, just the comedy bits. Uh, what name should I... Keep the same name to avoid confusion. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know how many times I've been down the shops to get some cheese and come home with two Indigenous kids. <laughs> <laughs> I said cheese! Oh, my God. <laughs> Now we haven't got enough cheese for six people. <laughs> what name? What time? What name should Coon Cheese change to? Nuke Chocolate. Yeah, yeah. They've got it's backwards. They've got Coon backwards, and now it's and now it's chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Someone's had a bit too much cheese, I reckon. <laughs> let's, have a, let's have a look at question two. Uh, should we change street and suburb names to Indigenous names? The reason this question's on there is that uh, they've talked about in the Senate recently to honour Indigenous cultures and uh, certain native titles to change street names, suburb names, to include Indigenous names. It's something they do in many places around the world. They do it a lot in America. They do it uh, extensively in New Zealand. And here... We do a little bit of it. Like there is some suburbs, towns, places that are still the Indigenous name. Like Bow Desert, for example, means place of wonder. Now I don't, you know, <laughs> obviously, obviously in 60,000 years it's had a tough time, Bow Desert. It's, <laughs> it's looking, you know what I mean, it's looking older than it is, you know what I'm saying. Uh, 
here we go. No, changing the names of places is Orwellian. Uh, new places can have Aboriginal names if appropriate. In a lot of ways, I don't think that's a bad idea. Like, if we're going to say, let's start doing it, let's do it now, rather than change the suburb that you're in or the street name that you're in or the, or the, or the area that you're in, that's not bad. Like, kick it off from now. I mean, New Zealand did start at one point during the 60s to look after their Indigenous people, so it's not so bad. It's not a bad option. Should we change street suburb names? Uh, no, too hard for Uber drivers. <laughs> I mean, that's bang on, isn't it? <laughs> There's too many fucking G's in this. <laughs> in Australia, just recently, Dan, did you hear the story in the Senate uh, last week for NAIDOC week? Uh, they applied to have the Indigenous flag fly at the same time as the Australian flag inside the Senate. Would have been the first time ever. And it got voted down by one in the Senate, like 28 to 27. Is that how many people there are in the Senate? It's something like 28 to 27, let's say, the numbers. But it got voted down. Now, I as an Indigenous Australian went, oh, fuck, what, what now... Can anyone tell me what harm would that have done? Is there, is there something bad? And feel free to tell me because I'd love to hear the opposition thought of it. What, is there something bad that would happen just for putting that flag up for the week? No, there's not. We all agree on that, right? A uh, cross-section of people, I didn't invite you here, you know what's going on. No, it wouldn't do anything bad, Dan. And would it hurt to just fly it all the time just to acknowledge the fact that these people were here first and, and that they are now, you know, we're together? Like, that's supposed to be the message, right? By putting that flag up and not putting the other flag up, it says, we're not really together, we're in charge, and you'll have your say when you have your say. I think it could fly all of the time. Uh, now, here, the answer is, why not just design a new flag that... Oh, fucking... Where's this can of worms opening from? There's a, I mean, I'm with you, but... Oh, you know, has anyone seen the stickers that say, if you don't like the flag, fuck off to where you came from? I find that one really confusing, because... <laughs> I'm right back at that flag every time I fuck off to where I came from. <laughs> it's, it's true, isn't it? It's like, fuck off to where you don't like the flag. I'm like, well, that flag came here. Well, my people are already here. I've got, to, well, I've got to go back to when that flag wasn't a thing. That seems hard. <laughs> but you're right. Why not design a new flag that incorporates our history and our people? That is exactly what needs to happen but people are like oh you can't get rid of the southern cross so many people have got the tattoo <laughs> uh, you've got to commit to you've got to commit to a tattoo <laughs> <laughs> not as many people in australia with the union jack but it's right up there in the top left hand corner yeah oh just the stars thanks the red the, the red looks painful uh and here we go this is a good one to finish on combine them both uh, and they've even given it a little diagram. I guess, um, <laughs> it's the blue part at the top. Uh, the Southern Cross for the people with the tattoo in the middle. Fuck, this is good. <laughs> and then a red bit at the bottom corner. Yeah, like the earth for the indigenous. That's great. And then a white piece, a tiny little white bit in the middle. That's very good. It just looks like a cookie on a bed sheet. <laughs> Which kind of sums up Australia, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, we'll get to it when we finish this. Uh, that's actually really good. We should submit that onto Wikipedia or something. It's good. Thank you very much for everyone that put their answers in. We appreciate them. Give yourselves a round of applause. Well played. Thanks for that. Well done, Mr Willis. What have we learned? What have we learned about well, ourselves be, culturally? My takeaway from today is, you know, you can save a fortune on lollies by buying lemons. <laughs>
Nestle are evil, Snickers are called marathons, and although I would really like to help you with your Australian problems, I'm sticking with mine. <laughs> Thank you very much, man at the bar, Dan Willis. Give him a round of applause. Thank you guys for taking part in another episode of Live at the Coliseum. Thank you very much. My name is Lindsay Webb. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for downloading and listening to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Spread the word if you did. If you want access to VIP content and behind the scenes, hit our Patreon page, Live at the Potosseum, or like us on Instagram. Share the word. This is Live at the Potosseum.